Good morning, my wonderful, beautiful people. This is Ashley Campbell with Daily Encouragement. By the time you hear this episode, it will be February 23rd. This is, you know, the last, I guess you could call random episode. And then next month, March 2nd, through that month, every Wednesday, we're going to be doing Revelation Revamp. That is when I share with you guys the biggest revelations that I had years prior in hopes of inspiring you to reflect on those ideas in your own life and get your own revelation or get some tools, whatever you need to make progress, whatever's going to set you free, whatever's going to help you grow and develop and make progress as a person. I'm really hoping this podcast is going to do that for you. And so I want to share the thoughts that I had, you know, some of the biggest things that stuck out to me each month of the year and share that with you guys, like I said, in hopes of inspiring you. So I honestly opened up the notebook today and I had nothing planned for this episode because I really thought I was doing Revelation Revamp today. But I was looking at some notes this past week and I want to kind of turn a little bit of a corner today. It's not something I consistently talk about, but I have in the past. And it's just basically, you know, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about some things that are going on in different states right now and actually my home state. Uh, but let's see here. So you're going to hear this February 23rd. Well, the recording date is January 12th, 2022. Okay. So this podcast is pretty far in advance. Anyway, there are some crazy things going on right now in Washington state. And I want to share that with you guys really quick. And then I just kind of want to draw some truths from God's word and just things that I was thinking about that, you know, I believe need to be heavily considered by this generation and, you know, by this, these people, us who are living in this time period and who are dealing with the things that are going on, right? The impending tyranny that is upon the earth. Okay. Slavery. So let's go ahead and pray. I want to share some things that are going on in Washington state really quick. Um, there was a webinar that happened on January 12th and, um, you know, I just, like I said, I want to discuss with you guys really quick, some things that they were going to be talking about. And if we do not pull our heads out of the clouds, this could definitely be something, um, that could possibly go to all 50 states if we do not wake up to what's going on. So let's go ahead and pray really quick. Let's talk about this guys. Ah, Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Lord, I really thank you for the authority that you've given to us as your creation. Lord, you created us to rule and subdue this earth. You've given us a purpose. It's just a matter of us discovering these things about ourselves, Lord. So many of us have lived our lives based upon what other people think we should be doing, living our parents' dreams out, their desires. You know, we've never really learned, Lord, how to find out who we are. And the people that do know that are making a big impact on this world. And they're no different than we are, Lord. So Father, I just pray that you would help us to really look at the bigger picture of the authority that you've given to us to rule and subdue our lives. And help us, Lord, to see the role that we're gonna play in this generation and in the times that we're in. Help us, Lord, to understand what you've given to us and what you've created us to have since the beginning. And so, God, I just pray you God nerd this conversation. I thank you, God, that you are here with us. Thank you, God, for your spirit, where the spirit of the Lord is. There is liberty. God, give us liberty in our thinking, first and foremost, so we can manifest that out into our lives. Help us, Lord, to see the choices that you've given to us, Lord. 
so we do not become slaves to uh, the agendas of other people, especially if they are working against our conscious will. So I just pray you'll give us the spirit of authority, purpose, and uh, clarity, boldness, courage, the things that's going to take God for us to uh, stand up. Lord, you say that the cowardly, you know, will not inherit, what is it? Uh, people who will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. I know you say cowards will not inherit the kingdom of heaven, Lord. Let us not be cowards. Let us be bold and courageous. Anyway, Lord, we love you. We thank you. God, direct this conversation. We just pray all these things in Jesus' name. So, you guys, I'm going to try and make this super quick. So, I was sent a video from a friend of mine who lives in Washington State. You guys, you know, I lived there my whole life. I was born in Montana <laughs> from my mom's wild adventures that she was on. And uh, so basically, born in Montana, uh, stayed at the Ronald McDonald house for a season. I think about six weeks, flew back to Washington on a helicopter with my mom. Lived with my aunt and uncle. And then I'm not really too sure. I'm not so sure what happened right after that. But anyway, been in Washington State my whole life. Moved out of Washington State in 2020 to Tennessee with my family. And, you know, but I still been paying attention to what's been going on. So you guys listen to this. So it says the Washington State Board of Health will discuss applying current infection disease with the WAC codes. <laughs> I always thought it was funny how they're the acronym WAC. It stands for Washington Administrative Codes. OK, it's the it's the laws that Washington State has. So they want to include COVID-19 for all Washington State residents. Okay, they want, so they're going to have this webinar. So here's the proposed policies, you guys. Allow local health officers to use law enforcement under WAC, okay, that's the Washington Administrative Code, 246.100.070. Why am I giving you the actual code? Because at some point, I want people out there to look it up yourself, okay? This is going to take some work, but... That's what gives you the authority to take a stand because you have to have knowledge in order to do this. We can't just talk out our backsides, all right? We gotta understand and know the information that they're using to enslave people, all right? You gotta know what they're using to try to control you. Anyway, let's move on. Okay, so I'm gonna read that one more time. Allow local health officers to use law enforcement under WAC 246.100.070 to force an emergency order to involuntarily detain a person or a group of persons, families, to be isolated in a quarantine facility under 246.100.045 following refusal to voluntarily comply with requests for medical examination, testing, treatment, counseling, and vaccination will include COVID-19. Did you guys hear what I just said? Do you not think that's a little disturbing? That if you do not voluntarily comply with requests for medical examination, testing, treatment, counseling, in vaccination that they're going to under this code 246.100.045 following refusal to take you to a quarantine facility 
Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I read that, and the only thing I can think of is World War II concentration camps. It sounds harsh, but come on, guys. Do you not remember the advertising they used to use when they would promote these camps for the Jews? They were supposedly good places. Now, here's the thing. You would never in your mind conceive that that would ever be something we would ever voluntarily repeat, okay? But do you understand that this is the same mode of action that they used, all in the name of health and safety, right? Doing the right thing. I mean, I don't remember exactly the, the mindset that Hitler had um, used, you know, to infuse into the, the, the culture at large with the propaganda, right? And so, you know, I, I'm not sure exactly how he convinced people to do that, but it was done, okay? And it was done all in the name of doing good for the majority. Does that not sound familiar to you? Okay, number one, this is creepy as hell. And this is absolutely something that should not be happening. The very fact that the state is using your tax dollars, Washington, to pay for quarantine facilities, Motel 6s, that's what they did, they bought them up. How do I know? I lived there, I seen them, okay? Right off of the I-5 corridor, I think there's one down in uh, Chehalis off exit, oh my gosh, 80 something, 79? No, it'd be 70, 77 something like that um right there you know i think uh i can't remember what juvenile detention centers right there or something maple lane or something like that anyway it's in that facility there were literally representatives from that area that were doing videos showing us these things showing us these quarantine facilities back in 2020 and they're like what is going on here and now of course the state was like oh those are for homeless people you know this and that Okay, so why are we adding involuntary detain a person or a group of persons to an isolated, you know, in a quarantine facility if they're not homeless? This is a little creepy to me, you guys, and you, you better start calling up people and saying, nah, we ain't doing this crap. And you guys have to do it in numbers, though. You can't just have one or two people. You, you all as a nation, as a nation, well, actually as a nation, really to make anything happen, we have to all work together, right? Especially when it comes to the federal stuff. But that's another conversation. You guys are gonna have to really stand up and say no, you know? And it's it's not that hard. You don't have to have everything figured out. You just have to take this, this conversation I just had with you. Get a notebook, write down some things I just said, even if you have to listen to it five times, okay? And then you call. Start making some phone calls. Call your representatives. Find out who your reps are in your area. Call your senators. Call somebody. Call the Washington State Board of Health and say, who the hell do you think you are? Everybody in the state of Washington needs to do this together as one unit. All right? Or else, you guys, I'm telling you, holy crap. So, and then they also want to require it in the school immunizations. Okay? Now, I do not understand why they are not honoring parents' wishes. Now, the other thing is, why are parents allowing this to even happen? I don't understand this. Why are adults allowing this to happen? Why are we okay with this? Why are you guys okay with knowing that they have quarantine facilities and the idea, they literally are passing around this idea to um, involuntarily detain you for not 
getting a medical for not getting a medical examination, getting tested, treatment, counseling, or vaccination. Okay? That's a problem. That's a big problem for this girl right here. And that should be a big problem for you. Now, let's look at the bigger picture here, okay? Let, let's go all the way back to the garden. When God created mankind, he created man to do what? What was the function of man? Okay? Function of man was to be like God in the way of ruling and subduing, right? God made man, you know, he created us, and we were going to demonstrate what he was like, okay? Just like we want our kids to be like us. I don't know about you guys, but I think I have pretty great qualities. I want my kids to be like me in some ways. I don't want them to be me, you know, but parts of my personality or, you know, things that I, I, I hope, I hope that I can carry on a legacy for them in such a way that they would want to do, you know, do some stuff like mom did, right? Anyway, so God wanted to teach his children, his creation, to rule and subdue. He's like, look, I'm gonna make this earth. I got all this stuff on it for you. I want like you to learn how to cultivate the land and grow stuff. Sorry, you guys. And I'm gonna teach you how to do it. Well, that process was interrupted, okay? Uh, it was stunted, just like sometimes in our development, trauma happens, things happen. And so the, the mindset that we're supposed to grow into, for example, young children becoming, a, young adults becoming an adult where they can think for themselves and use their will in regards to what their vision is for their life, right? Being able to choose. That's really the function of an adult. But sometimes we don't have environments that uh, facilitate that type of growth in our lives. Usually when we hit 12, 13 years old, our parents tell us to shut the hell up, right? I mean, that's how it was for me. I can't speak for you guys, but uh, there was no, no challenging my parents' perspective, even if they were doing some dumb stuff, okay? I told you guys, both my parents died from alcoholism. Oh, yeah, my mom, my stepdad, my stepmom. And, you know, my mom was homeless for a time. You know, there was things that were going on that any, any like more functional adult that knows their roles and responsibilities would be like, what the heck are you doing, right? Um, I saw this at a very young age, certain things that were happening that shouldn't have been happening. And if you were to try to challenge them, nah, you were about to get bopped right inside your, you know, right inside the head, smacked in the mouth, whatever, okay? You were not allowed to challenge certain things. Well, there's certain age we come into you know, we're supposed to be able to try out our ideas, our perspectives for the sake of us being able to stand our own two feet. Nobody wants to raise a child who's going to fall and cater to the people outside of them like that, who have no inner strength or resolve or courage or, or confidence, right? Do you guys want your children to be taken advantage of by people? Do you want your children to know who they are and what they want and what their vision is and their character and their strengths within, from within, right? Or do you want them to be drug around like a puppet, you know, on a string? for everybody else, for their function and their purpose, right? And so I want my children to be able to think for themselves. I want them to know who they are, okay? And so anyway, when we don't do this, there's consequences for it. When, and, and here's the thing, God gave us a certain structure to follow in the process. Just like we give our children structure in the process. You give them certain rules, rules, rules and guidelines to live by for the sake of, you know, for their own benefits, okay? You know, you're trying to protect them, keep them safe for a time. They're little, you know, they certain things they can and cannot do. Oh, Aaliyah, go in the bathroom. Go wash your hands. Hold on, you guys. I will be right back. My youngest just came in here. Hold on. I'll be right back. Okay, you guys, I'm back. That was my youngest. She had, like, hair on her hands, and she needed help getting her hands clean. So we got that. Anyway, where was I? 
there's certain rules and guidelines that we set up for our children at certain ages to protect them from, you know, certain dangers out there. Okay. Don't touch the stove. Don't run around with scissors in your hand, right? Like, you know, whatever, insert here. How have you tried to keep your children safe for a time? No different than when Adam and Eve were in the garden, right? God gave them certain parameters for their own sake, okay? Now, what was the problem? Was it the rules God gave them? Or was it the other set of knowledge they entertained, right? Think about that. You know, they didn't know anything bad or evil until they entertained the knowledge of the serpent and not the knowledge of God. Is that not the problem we still have today? Think about it. We were created by God. He would know what we need for us to function. Just like a reasonable adult who has a child has a pretty good idea what they need to survive. Okay, now we don't know everything perfectly, we're limited, but if you get the point I'm trying to make, you guys, come on, just, just roll with me for a minute here. So God has an idea of what we need. But at the same time, we've got this free will and we have this desire in us to kind of experiment with our own ideas, which is normal. God put that in us for a reason because that's the whole point of free will. But if you go all the way back to the garden, Adam and Eve never experienced any type of evil or wrongdoing. So they never had a desire to be apart from God. They didn't know, they didn't, they only knew God was good and what he'd given to them was good, right? You're in the garden, it's full of everything you need. You've got food, you've got a purpose, you've got a job you're doing, you've got a companion. Right? Life is good. You got all the resources you need to survive. You know, and these days, it's like all the money's in the bank. You're like, yeah, I'm feeling good, man. You're enjoying life. That's how life was in the garden. You know, they had everything they needed. They were completely secure in themselves. They were secure in their relationships. There was nothing that had come in and tried to steal that away from them. Of course, until the serpent came and said, did God really say, oh no, that's not gonna happen to you. You know, you're gonna be like God. You guys, always remember, deception happens through the vehicle of good. Good, yeah, you know, this looks good. Now the intentions aren't good. Do you always know the intentions of a person? Nope. Why do you think people get so shocked and surprised when they're like, oh my gosh, I trusted you. Because they said, they said all the right things, they did all the right things, but you don't know why they were doing what they were doing until injury came and now you're like, whoa, that person is not who I thought they were, right? So here comes the serpent. I don't know how long they've known the serpent for, or talking to the serpent or whatever. I'm not sure what the deal is with that. But the point is, is as soon as he came in and convinced them to discard what they knew was true, right? Because Eve goes, wait a second. God, God says, you know, she, he goes, did God really say? She goes, this is what God said. She knew enough knowledge to save her own butt. But the lack of confidence and lack of revelation, number one, she already knew the truth. Number two, she did not know she was already made in the image of God. And that is where it will always get you is what you don't know. Now, this nation, United States of America, blessing. Thank you, God, for this country. You know, have any of you ever had to escape religious persecution or government that was so bad, like some of the refugees that have come over here from other countries, right? Think about the Taliban. Think about, you know, just the way that other countries structure themselves. Some of the governments are so terrible, their people are like literally starving and dying in the streets. Think of Africa, right? We've got missionaries and, and different organizations that come from this nation that God uses to bless other countries to go there and try to give them resources or try to help them to see how they can, you know, create their own life-sustaining systems to provide for themselves, okay? Now the governments there don't give a crap about that, obviously, or they would do it, okay? 
uh, they get in these positions, they get this power, this authority, and because the people do not know the authority God's given to them, they just go ahead and take it, okay? They, they bend over and they take the abuse from their governments, they starve to death, or a lot of times, it's their beliefs that they have, the religious beliefs really kind of tie into some of this stuff too. It's really weird. I've heard people talk about, you know, um, I think over in India, um, I think it was India, you guys, forgive me if I'm speaking wrong, but uh, with some of the orphanages over there and the hunger, um, you know, I think it was like when Mother Teresa was over there or there would be people kind of along her, her, her mindset, well, not her mindset in particular, because she obviously helped them, but there was people who believed that it was God's will that this kind of crap was happening. And I thought, oh my gosh, let's talk about massive deception going on there. Okay. You want to know God's will for people? You go back to the garden and see what he did for people before we populated and came up with our own stupid rules that we live by that have people in suffering and, and locked down. It's your own mentality. Okay. And what you believe that gets you in trouble. It has nothing to do with God. Hold on guys, just a second. Get out of there. My kids got my bathroom window open. They were hanging out the side of it. I can see it from my window. I'm like, nah, get back in there, Lord Jesus. Anyway, so you guys, I really gotta, I gotta get to the point here. So if you go over here to Jeremiah 22, and if you guys read through the Old Testament, there's always a theme of all of a sudden there's this destruction that comes upon these places and these things that happen that people are not happy with, okay? And excuse me. So let me read the scripture to you. He says, And many nations will pass by this city, and everyone will say to his neighbor, Why has the Lord uh, done so to this great city? Then they will answer, Because they have forsaken the covenant of the Lord their God and worshipped other gods and served them. So the point is, is, when destruction comes upon a nation and things happen, okay, and especially, especially if you're a nation like the United States that has been built upon the knowledge of God, the people who started this nation understood the sovereignty God had given them and they could recognize when the people that were elected were going against what God intended and so therefore they were able to escape that because we're supposed to live by the knowledge of God, not by how people tell you to interpret the knowledge of God. You need to know your own authority in it because if you don't know your own sovereignty, this is how people get stuck underneath mindsets oh, you know, and, and, and routines and, and habits and things that are just super whacked out. Uh, oppressing people and tyranny and control, um, you know, in certain governments that, would, you know, like back in England, right? They put you in jail for not paying your bills. You know, they would, they would do these crazy things. That's not God's will, okay? And they recognized that the ones that they had elected or the king at the time or whoever was not behaving in, in a way that God intended. Therefore, by having knowing that and walking the authority of that, they were able to, to get away from that, right? Because they're like, you are not in, you're the one who is not in line with God, all right? And that's what gave them the gumption to say, we're getting out of here. We're going to go to America. We're going to establish our own thing. Now, being that they had that knowledge, they came over here. God blessed it, right? Look at this country. When you are operating under the knowledge of God, you get the fruit of that, Okay. Um, it's like, what's a covenant? Let's go back to covenant really quick. And I talked about this in another podcast, but basically it's an agreement between two people. Okay. And there's certain benefits that you get, uh, as if you're entering into a covenant. And I wish I had my notes, um, 
from a while ago. This guy was sharing this book I was reading. He was talking about what it means to be in a biblical covenant. It was really amazing uh, definition. But a covenant is an agreement entered into by two or more persons or parties. All right. Number two, God's promise of blessing to be fulfilled on the performance of a condition as of obedience. Right. So if you believe his words and you keep them, you're going to be blessed. Okay. God's going to, everything that he intended for you is going to happen because there's a certain way of thinking that's required to produce fruit, right? Certain processes. Think about that. A farmer wants to go and plant a, a farm. He better understand the process of how to bear fruit. It's the same thing in your mind. God's going to give you mindsets and perspectives that are going to produce good things in your life because he only knows good. Okay. Now it may go, you may, it may not feel good to you at the time, right? Because it, you have to literally change and do something different than what you've always done. You have to think differently. You have to condition your mind. If you've always been conditioned to think your life sucks and all of a sudden you have to condition yourself to have hope, that might feel a little uh, awkward to you, a little vulnerable, okay? But regardless, God is going to give you ways of thinking, revelations, perspectives that are going to produce good results in your life. When you go against that, boom, you're going to face the consequences of that. So let's be honest, guys. Let's just be honest. Has the United States done a very good job heeding the words of God in the people in general. I'm going to say no. Okay. I look at this generation of people these days. They don't even know who the hell they are. They don't even know if they're a boy or a girl. They're super confused. They don't know what's happening. What do you mean you don't know you're a boy or a girl? I thought you just had to look down your pants, bro. How, how hard is that? Okay. So people do not, they're so beat down. They don't know who they are and they've been taken advantage of by people, right? God says my people die for lack of knowledge. Isn't that sad did you know that you can change that though you know he, that's why he says without re, without a vision people cast off restraint if you don't know what you're going for you're gonna do anything and everything right you're gonna have nothing to filter your life decisions through if you don't know what your greater vision in life is that's that's the beauty of knowing Christ he put you here he knows what you're here for right and if you start getting in touch with your own heart what do you need what do you want what do you like to do what are you passionate about what kind of character do you have? What motivates you? You start tapping into that stuff, the only thing you're truly responsible for, it's gonna change your life, all right? Now, again, we have a generations of people who don't have the knowledge of God, who, don't, who think it's mindless to retain it. Well, you know what's gonna happen if you think it's mindless to retain the knowledge of God? You're going to invite tyranny into the nations like we see today, period. Don't come crying to me if you're living in Washington State and you haven't chose to repent and ask God to help you, you know, get your mind together and start living by different knowledge. Who told you what you entertain in your life? What, you know, who told you the information that you use to make decisions? Who told you that retaining the knowledge of God was a bad idea? Right? Think about this. Is that not what got Adam and Eve into trouble anyway? Y'all are always complaining about the fall happening. Oh, if Adam and Eve just would have done this, we would be going through this. Did you know every single time that you go against the knowledge of God, you're creating a fall in your life anyway? Right? Just because you're chasing something that you think is better than what you already have? Because you're lacking a revelation? Right? So that's what you need. That's why Jesus said, get understanding. I'm telling you, you guys, it's going to change your life. But I better get off this podcast. So, you know, I just talked about a lot of stuff, you guys. There's a lot of stuff going on in this country, all over the world. And if we look at it from the bigger picture, it's all because we have thrown out the knowledge of God and, and just even the desire and, and thinking that, oh, well, we don't need this. Are you sure you don't need this? 
Do you like tyranny? Do you like other people telling you what to do? Do you like being a slave? Do you like not knowing your choices and options you have? Do you see the fruit of that? I just shared with you guys what you're trying to do in Washington State. You guys need to know the knowledge of God because the knowledge of God is what gives you the authority to stand up against mindsets that are going to try to enslave you. All right? God's the author of authority and he gave you your authority. He wants you to walk in it. Right? And, and it has its limits and boundaries. Why is that? Because you don't know everything. Period. That's it. It's very simple. You need limits and boundaries because you don't have all the knowledge that God has, but he is more than willing to give it to you. Read James chapter one. If anyone, it says if anyone lacks knowledge, if anyone lacks wisdom, ask God. He'll give it to you without fault finding. Isn't that beautiful? Did you know that all the junk you've done and thought and said, whatever, insert here, will not keep you from asking, will not keep God from giving you the wisdom that you need? You know what wisdom is? One last time, and I'm going to get off here. Wisdom is your ability to take everything outside of you, whether it be, you know, idea, knowledge, insights, thoughts, processes, whatever it is, okay? Being able to take that and apply it to your life in such a way where you can use it in the best way to get where, where you're trying to go. So wisdom is really about self-control. But in order to have true wisdom, number one, you have to have a vision established for your life. You have to know what you want to do. So then you have you can better utilize the stuff outside of you so you're not picking everything and trying to do everything, right? You, you, you literally give yourself something to filter your life through. I'm, oh, I'll choose this and not that because if I do this, that's going to go against the vision I'm trying to do, right? So it just helps you understand what you need to take in, what you need to throw off, all right? And that's what's really going to give you true insight, understanding, and, and ultimately wisdom. Wisdom is... Uh, choosing the best ends and the best means for reaching that end. So what is the best end? How are you going to get there? That's all wisdom is. Being able to take those things outside of you, applying it in the best way to get to the best end in your life. That's it. God wants to give that to you. Did you know that? Why are we so distant from thinking God wants good for us? He created us to have good, have abundance. Garden. Go back to the garden. How was the garden? All right. The only one, when you think about it, who wanted us to live in lack was the serpent. But he used, he used the, oh, you're going to be like God. He used, he manipulated them by the lack of revelation they had. That's how you get manipulated by what you don't know. That's why you fall for things because you don't know any better, right? So find out what you don't know and ask God to give you what you need, knowledge, understanding, insight, ultimately wisdom. So you'll no longer be falling to the schemes of manipulation that darkness uses. Anyway, guys, that is it. This has been a super long podcast today, but this is important. You know, why are we seeing everything going on? Because people have decided the, the, the knowledge of God wasn't good enough to hold on to. Now you get to suffer the consequences, suckers. No, my bad, you guys. You guys get what I'm saying. You know, what, what do we expect, man? Come on, we got to be better. Let's do better, guys. Let's do better. Let's do better. Let's seek God. Let's ask him to help us. He will help us. He has a plan. But there's a lot of things that have to get exposed first. Number one, most people had no clue what was really going on behind the scenes. You didn't know that the people you elected were that wicked, that they would propose certain proposed policies like in Washington State. Did you ever think that would even be a thought without crossing our dang mind? No, of course not. Because they kept telling you, oh, no, this is going to be the safety and benefit for all people. And because you don't know, you know, what that looks like even for you or 
you don't know who you are and what you need and da 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 you just fall for anything and here we are anyway you guys that is it i hope you guys have an awesome rest of the day be praying for this country be praying for yourself that god will give you the wisdom and the insight and the understanding that you need so you will not fall prey to deception because jesus even said if it is possible the elect would be deceived and so you know we need to be on our guards to these things you guys and uh we need to know the authority we have so we can preserve the beauty of living in this country we live in you guys do you want to live in any other country but this one if you do just please go pack your bags do your thing we need we need unity here we, we all need to see the beauty of this country it's not perfect but neither are you is there any family that's perfect is there any any is there anything out there that's perfect no it's not right why do we screw up lack of knowledge get knowledge get understanding the bible talks about that all the time you guys anyway i better stop talking you guys have an awesome rest of the day and i will talk to you next week Thank you.